Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Prospector's Radio Show, the talk show for our community. Please welcome Rich Cooley, <laughs> Indiana Gold Hunter Dennis Dayton, Kathleen Biffle, and your host, Tim Grimes. All right, everybody, welcome back to another Sunday edition of Prospector Radio. I'm your host, Tim Grimes, and joining me tonight, as always, Rich Cooley's here. We also got the Indiana Gold Hunter Dennis Dayton in the house. Scott's having some weird Scottism issues, so <laughs> I I can't even explain what's going on there. But yeah, so he might be here. One never can tell. It's it's Scott, <laughs> right? What are you guys yep. up to? What's not up? much, <laughs> Rich? Any more medical news? Uh, the only thing I know right now is I'm waiting on test results to come back for blood work, and if it's negative, then I gotta go to Hershey Medical Center to figure out what's going on. Really? But if it's positive, then I guess they'll have to address what's going on. Hershey, isn't that where the Chocolate Kingdom is at? Yeah. So yeah, but they have a big medical center there that's very famous. So really, yeah. Is it made of chocolate? One of the top of the line <laughs> medical centers around here. You'd want to have you'd want to have a, a a big hospital right next to the world's largest sugar factory, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good place to put one. <laughs> I'm yeah. telling you. So yeah, we're I don't know. The, my doctor basically brought some other doctors in, and they all have no clue. Never seen uh, this. Before. Really? That's what they said. Yep, because it's from the vaccine. <laughs> so what? What exactly is happening, Rich? What is what? What's actually going on? I mean, what? I didn't realize you you were having any issues. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> now you never see. mind. <laughs> Pictures worth a thousand now words. Watch. Now watch. You don't have to watch this, Dennis. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's like a circus act. <laughs> That's what's going on. Poor Rich. <laughs> I got headaches. <laughs> oh, Ed ain't even right. Headaches all the time. <laughs> they did an MRI, couldn't find anything. Said no tumors, no strokes, no nothing. Yep. My buddy's got that. A That's friend why of mine. Baffled. And he, he gets, I don't know what the name of it is. Sometimes it gets like a, a droopy eye and there's a, a name for it. Oh, that's that. Bell's palsy. You're right. Palsy, yeah. Yeah. They're telling me I don't have Bell's palsy. <laughs> nope. Because you probably don't. It's just something that whacked you out nope. from that dang vaccine. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I've been making sausage. I did 16 pounds of sausage links. I nice. Did about 
15, uh, maybe 14 pounds of Canadian bacon. Nice. Canadian bacon. Yummy. It's all packed up and ready to give. Where's it going? <laughs> In the freezer. In the freezer. <laughs> ready to heat up. And then I also did he... you know, two dozen <laughs> of corn. I was hoping he was going to say it was going to 160 South Workman Drive. Yeah. Edinburgh, Indiana. Yeah. If that stuff was <laughs> would last shipping it, I would. But Oh, they do. You can ship meats. That one company ships meats all yeah, the time. Yeah, then get dry ice. Yeah. Yeah, you got to mm-hmm. deal with all that stuff. How much that stuff cost? Yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> yeah. It don't take a whole lot, though, to put in there or ship it. In, he's, if he was Omaha Steak Company... <laughs> that's who you're thinking of right Dennis yep. yeah it costs well, more to good... ship that daggone mug than it was worth yeah have you guys have you guys ever actually had the Omaha meat nah, I think I have once they're yeah. really good see I wasn't oh. that yeah, impressed yeah but it's not worth the price tag right I wasn't that impressed for the price oh I was yeah you know? mm-hmm. I was like ah no <laughs> the shipping's real expensive now I don't know why everything's expensive Crazy. now i guess roots right but like you said if you do the flat rate boxes then that's not yeah too bad. if you yeah. can shove some bacon in one of them and a chunk of dry ice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta have that bacon baby <laughs> that would be sweet. <laughs> sweet sweet yeah those those sausage links i make my own and they're the hot dog size that's a big sausage is that for like They're, a sausage sandwich, right? Huh? Or is that a breakfast sausage or a sausage for like a sandwich? It's my own sausage that I made, pork sausage. But is it a breakfast style sausage? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. But I put them in lengths, probably, I don't know, about that long. Uh-huh. And they're big around. Hey. The size of a hot dog. Look who made it, Bill Nye the Science Guy. <laughs> hey, when I bite into a, a breakfast sausage or a, a snack stick, I want I want something there, you know. Right, exactly. <laughs> so we can't hear you though, there, Mister It. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there, he finally got on. Awesome. Welcome, Mister. He's Swift working Water. on it. He's working on the volume. Yeah, he's working on it. He's done did something. He's done what? <laughs> he done did something. What the heck? It ain't the volume. I'm switching a whole bunch of crap. Hang on. Okay, we can hear you now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What you got on your board? On the what? Oh, that's your football stuff. On the board? What board? Oh, the board next to him. I, I yeah, can't this see is it. my actually, my camera's in the way. I'm going through right now, as you can see in the back here, I'm going through, uh, this is my, my what I call my little studio. Uh-huh. So I hope the sound is a little bit better, but Can hear I'm you. remodeling, redoing it, so I just kind of throw something up behind, you know, so it doesn't show a lot of crap. And, uh-huh. But yeah, this this I finally got like, uh, since Ellie's out now and in school and it's just me and the wife at home, you know, I'm I'm making kind of like a little studio. and. Ah. Oh, there you go. Where's your green screen? I thought you had a green screen. You know, we do. I, you know, I didn't even think anything about that. Uh, yeah, I got a red. I got a checkered screen. Okay. <laughs> hear me? Can hear you. Yeah, it's uh, okay. Whatever. What? We can hear you. Can you hear us? We can hear you. Yeah. 
I can hear you now. All right. So Lisa fixed your problem for you? <laughs> no. I fixed it. I was getting ready to punch my computer and it hurt me. Oh geez. What was wrong? Any idea? Well, like I had to get off I had to get off my hot spot and jump on hers. So I don't know what's going on. What? That's weird. Yeah. When I was on mine it said if you you're every time I went on your stuff, it went to face it didn't do nothing for Zoom, it went to Facebook. Weird. <laughs> it doesn't make any yeah. sense. Just because of a hot spot? Thanks, Lisa, for, yeah, for helping. I, I get. It. <laughs> wow! Every time I every time I type this, uh, every time I type the thing to get in here on the show, it it wasn't zoom anything. It was www.facebook. Wow, like, that's, that's weird. Because I mean, you got on Messenger and we communicated with you and everything, but yeah, just wouldn't do Zoom, huh? No, it wouldn't <sighs> pick up Zoom for nothing. I even tried to download Zoom and it, it still said not detected. Oh, Site not detected. Okay, see. Weird. I'm like, really? You're not detecting Zoom? Weird. But you're here now. Well, yeah. Everybody steps on a grenade now and then. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) You always walk through a minefield. (laughs) A box of grenades. (laughs) 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 Somebody. Yeah, and you guys know what I'm saying right now. Oh, yeah. We got you. (laughs) We understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's big California howdy. At least you made it. <laughs> well, I guess I was getting—I was getting upset, man. Uh, well, I know, but we—we <laughs> we had nothing. We couldn't figure it out. Yeah, we got on no problems. So, well, like I said, every week I do the same thing, and all of a sudden it said "site not detected." Site not detected. I'm like the the crap. It's in the memory. Right? How do you not detect the memory? <laughs> right. So it don't even make didn't even make sense because it's just no. like you click the link it brings you to it bing done. Yeah, that's what you get when you mess with computers folks that's right that's right see we know anyway did i miss anything no we were just shoot rich was just telling us about his medical updates and his sausage <laughs> rich did that if you did that actually, what like, you got, did you get you got a sausage medical update What's that? Uh, both of you were talking at the same time. I didn't hear what you Go said. ahead, Dennis. I said, did that uh, like happen right after you had gotten a, a follow-up shot or something? Yeah, or? the third week after I got my Moderna shot. Yep. I see a big settlement in Rich's future. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's why I won't get that shot. Might be a few years down the line. Well, we still don't know if that's where it's from or not, you know. Yeah, I know, but right. it's just awful coincidental. I don't know. Yeah, it's a heck right? of a coincidence, I know. Yeah, it's, uh, I've been hearing, hear, I'm starting to hear some horror stories about the shots and the follow-up shots and yeah. what's going on, and it's not looking pretty. Yeah, it's the world. Yeah, now they're mandating government and contractors to do it, and then they're going to start with the military, too. Yep, that's yeah, what I heard. That's what I heard. Well, remember, the military's always been the first test subjects ever. Yeah, usually they're... The well, turn into zombies. Right? <laughs> hey, way back in the 50s, still the same thing. I, I, you, I, you signed up for it, and we're doing experiments. Let's do them. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Ain't that the first thing they usually do when you get in the military? Is give you a buttload of shots. 
Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah, you walk down the gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah, you get you go from one one station to the next. And it, it, a lot of them, some of them were air shots. Tonk, yeah. Next station, tonk. See? <laughs> I'll just mix that There's one that They'll mix that one. You always knew the ones that jerked because you've seen the blood running down their arm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's not oh, that was a safe one. <laughs> like, stand still. I think that wasn't a deal. That. that was a knife. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Yeah, I just, had to, I just had my mom ask me about the shots tonight. If I got them, I'm like, no. Uh, who asked you? Your mom? Yeah. Did she get it? Well, I'm pretty sure she did. I don't know, but Right. <laughs> I told her I told her why I wasn't getting it, because you know, I there's things that I've heard, I've seen, da da da. You know, it's just not you know. Right. I don't think I need to try it out. Well, me and Rich had to get it for our jobs. So we had no choice. Yeah, they're that. they're trying to do that at our work. They're trying to they're trying to get it past where you have to get it and i yeah if that's the case I'll, they'll end up firing me because i'm not i'm not taking the shot right well that's yeah they're they're kind of doing that stuff with the job things oh yeah well, i'm i'm trying to figure out you know if these businesses are going to lose business if they start saying they need to see somebody's vaccination card i'm sure they will people yeah. still going to go to these places or not i don't know some will some won't i guess that's, that's the that's thing it's crazy, but that's what Weird. it's boiling down to. Yeah. It's, you know what? It's getting, yeah, it's not even, I don't want to get tugged out on it, but you know what? I quit. I quit what? <laughs> you know what? I, I, You know what? Every job that I've ever been out, I have been someone that made a difference because I'm always that guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dennis, you don't know. You could talk, talk shit right now, but I'm just telling you. Hey, I'm having fun, biggin. Any, any kind of any kind of factories and stuff like that, I go the extra mile. And somebody said, okay, you got to get this shot. I'm like, you know what? No. If I don't want to get something injected into my body, uh-huh. when, it to, when it comes down to me getting something injected in my body and you saying you can't have a job, guess what? I found a job when I found this one, buddy. Yeah. I'll go look for the next one. Yep. It's it sounds good, except when you got a stack of bills you got to pay, and you go, "Well, yeah. I'll take your stupid shot, no, nope. so I could yeah. keep living my life." I think See, I, I want to. Well, I couldn't do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree with Scott on that one. I can't. Hey, I, I, I've been I, down the bottom. I have restarted my life how many times? I'm, I'm not afraid to do it again. I have too, but I'm not going to go through that crap. I'm like, I got bills to pay, responsibilities. All right, give me the stupid shot. I don't care. Just if this will make you guys happy, shut you up, and I <laughs> keep getting paid. Just give yeah, me the thing. <laughs> I'll take your stupid shot. And there's two events God. coming up. <laughs> two events coming up. Yeah, the one event is that Diggers Dirt Party Gold Mine and Dig, August 24th to 29th. Mm-hmm. That's all right, all right. Athens Camp, Michigan. I like the way Rich got us off that topic. <laughs> and the other one is dun, da, 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 Gold Rush Day dun, da, da, 2021. Hey, you guys are going to be there, right? No. What? I said you're going to be there, right? 
Am I going to be there? Come on. Somebody's got to be a gold rush, Jays. I got plans. i tell you what. I don't like driving with one eye. I sure as heck ain't going to drive five and a half, six <laughs> hours. Right? Yeah. Okay. I will, we'll throw Rich a bone. He's got an excuse exactly. going on. Exactly. Rich has got a good excuse. Yeah. He's got a good one. <laughs> <laughs> It was bad enough driving back from Roanoke, Virginia, let alone the... Yeah, I mean, your only hope would be, like we said before, glue, stick a piece yeah, of paper between your eyes, my... and then you oh, have both that, that won't get him pulled over. <laughs> yeah, It's like blinders for a horse. It's not, yeah. not much different. Anyway, the Ohio Buckeye <laughs> chapter of the GPAA, September 4th and 5th, free admission and parking, lots of free activities, <clears throat> digs, metal detecting, Kids' activities and playground, panning and prospecting demonstrations, camping for GPAA members, competitions, key hunt, meet Bucky, and food and equipment vendors. Nice. So on the banks of the Clear Fork River at the beautiful GPAA Swank Claim in Belleville, Ohio. Does it say what kind of competitions? Um. Oh. It's no. usually like pan- they usually have some kind of rock piling competition, yeah, panning competition, panning competition, uh, duck races, duck races, gold. Uh, usually the dowsing rod competition. Yeah, uh, they have a lot it of good, 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 a lot of good competitions going on there. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And then it sometimes is. they do metal detecting hunts too. Usually, mm-hmm. uh, and they yeah, the night hunts the paddle have yeah. love it. Two things I love. Actually, three things I like about that. I love the duck races. Duck races are cool, yeah. Yeah, they are. I love the, the metal detecting at, at night, the night hunts. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. I know Pat always puts on an excellent man, but he buries some really good stuff. And then uh, um, we were just talking about it that goes on there. Yeah, are One they- of the other... Are they having the night metal detecting hunt? Does it say, Rich? I uh, didn't say that. I didn't get into the oh, okay. actual specifics of it. I uh, just... Gotcha. Gotcha. It and... doesn't say that on there. Okay. And then it says exactly what I said. Gotcha. Yeah, but set, you, you know what? When you've got several competitions, that's, that's really... <sighs> okay, that's really a cool gold show. It's the biggest event of the year. Well, yeah. I'm just saying that's that's pretty fun when people go out there. So you know what? I'm the best pinner. Well, you can go out there and find out. Right, you can prove it. You know, uh, I'm the best. This, I'm the you, yeah. Go out there, and prove it. Prove it right there. Yeah, it's yeah. Hey, Scott. <laughs> yeah. What happened last night? People in the chat room wants to know what happened at your place last night. The cops. Oh, the popo. Oh, no. <laughs> the popo. Was it the police? We got. I don't understand. We haven't heard anything, but they they showed up across the wash, and we heard. Like I said, I, heard, I I'm sitting out here on the porch, so I can hear the sirens, and they're like right over. They're not really far away. Like as far as the crow flies, you're not that far. Uh, I mean, a 22 bullet could have hit me. Anyway, but I seen two cops show up, and nothing was going on. And all of a sudden, a third, I can hear. State cop coming from the north, another one coming from the south, and I can hear a sheriff going around through here, get on the other side of the wash. So I thought they were looking for somebody, and all of a sudden we heard a gunshot, 
Ooh. And I know when I say I hear a gunshot, Lisa might go, ah, but she goes, that was a gunshot. She knows what it sounds like. And then we waited about another minute later. We heard another gunshot. So it was really weird because the ambulance showed up over there and then the ambulance was there for eh, six minutes, seven minutes. And then kind of they backed out, turned around, turned the lights off and they took off. I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything about it. Okay. Not even a not even a buzz through the neighborhood, but I know I know what I heard. I know what I saw. Did you get any water in the creek to go prospecting? No, not a bit. With the rain? Nope. It's all over. It's on this side, wrong side of the road. (laughs) Better cut a trench from that side of the road to yours. Well, I mean, most, most of our rains most of our rains been coming from the east. Yeah. It circles. It circles back through New Mexico and builds up and, and then hits us. Jim's. If we don't get, what's that? Has, hasn't Jim Hamilton been getting it? It looked like it. Like they've been getting a lot of the rain. Well, I mean, if he's in Prescott, maybe I don't know where don't Jim's know. at right now. But well, where he lives? Like, where is where? He oh, lives where he at? lives at? Yeah. Oh, he's probably good. Yeah, he's been getting some rain. Okay, yeah. See, like he's it. where where we are. If you look, if you look north, there's Phoenix. And then Jim's off to the left, which we're going to call that the east. Mm-hmm. So if anything goes through the east and goes through and just starts blowing up right before Scottsdale, he's going to get it. Gotcha. He's he, he's he lives in what we call East Phoenix, or what I'd call East Phoenix. Okay. I mean, they all got their they all got their names. It's still the same town, all right? But he lives over on he lives over there. We live like a big L shape. So we don't we haven't got that much up here. Right. But there ain't there ain't nothing helping the claims this year. Nothing. <laughs> you would think so. No, I'll be October comes around, I'll be dry washing again, folks. That's the way it's gonna be. Well, never know. Still might get yeah. some rain. Oh yeah. The only thing that'll help me is if if this year Crown King gets snow, Prescott gets snow. If those guys get snowing and we get a couple rainstorms behind it where, where it melts it off right. and blows it through, we could have a couple we could have a couple months of water. But that's if. That's a big if. Hmm. So, well well you sucks. might. <clears throat> it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. What about You know the, what else? You know what else is big if? Them gold prices. <laughs> big gold price, baby. <laughs> so I was just about to ask you. <laughs> Here we go. You know what? I'm still not happy, but we did gain. We gained a little. Anyway, gold went up $25 as of Friday. We went to $17.80. Still below that $18. i am not happy with that, but that's okay. Let's try and get back there. Well, it's it's still $20 below, but it's kind of gaining. Yeah. We actually had silver do a gain of .59 to grow to $23.73. Now, in my opinion... We've been following silver since it was 26, so that's you're still in a 2250 loss right now. If you bought anything in the in the last two weeks, whatever. But gotcha. It's a 2373. Uh, platinum up 10 bucks, 1024. Not bad. Still staying same. Right. Uh, palladium up. Everything's green actually. That went up 0.26 uh, at 25. 
2,586. I don't know what is up with rhodium because these guys never have an accurate closing <laughs> on Friday. It says it says punch at twenty thousand two hundred bucks. So be if good. anybody else has got a different reading, they throw it in on the chat. We'll we'll tell How it much out. Twenty thousand? Yeah. Twenty thousand two hundred. Yeah. Thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, it says, it says it says it went unch on Friday. Didn't it? Right. Didn't wasn't it at thirty thousand at one time? Oh, that's been a while since it was at thirty. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, where you? Been? Oh, never mind. You've been working. Yeah, it's been a while since it's been thirty. It's. Huh. Anyway, it's the, back in the, 20s. the DCA, the SP, the NASDAQ, everybody, it, it was all up. You guys, every Friday, everything was up. Uh huh. And then? Wow. It was a bullish day. <laughs> and then? Bitcoin. Is up. Yeah, I just, 1780, man. Come on, get us back up to the 1800 mark. We'll be good. <laughs> yeah. Get silver back up to 25. Just. 25. I know, but you know what's really? I mean, you hear seventeen eighty; it's not bad. Don't don't get me wrong. I mean, it's, that's a lot of money. Uh-huh. But when it says eighteen hundred, it's like you drive a little bit more. Like, oh, it's eighteen hundred. I know oh. it's only twenty dollars more. Yeah. But it's like saying, you know what? You can have this on sale for nineteen ninety nine, or you can buy it for twenty bucks. Right. No. You're going to sell more nineteen ninety nines because people think it's a penny cheaper. Right. You're right. This I'm is just true. Saying. Just saying. Okay, I want the gold to hit. <clears throat> Dennis, you singing for the birthday people? Oh yes. Now, are we want just a birthday song, or do we want a special birthday? Just song? Just a regular birthday song. We'll <laughs> <be fine. laughs> just a regular. This one's like just a regular. Just a regular, plain old birthday song will be fine. Okay. Well, yeah. all right. <laughs> I, better ask Darren. He likes some special ones too. Uh, Is he in the in the chat room? No, he's not there. Go for it. Uh, (laughs) all right happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday to you. <laughs> I like that. Alrighty. We got the birthdays for August 15th. <laughs> Starting off with Al Bachner, Brian J. Adams, David, David Casto, Greg Bacon. Uh, I guess it'd be, is it Jackie or Jack U? Ginnick? Mm-hmm. Linda? Stephen, Anthony, Warren, Susan, Pritchett, Tony Silva, and Wade Bowen. Tomorrow's birthdays, we have uh, Derek Fry, Frank H., Greg B., Greg Dorn, Jerry Bond, Caleb Wildman, and Larry Pavlik, and Scott White. Okay. Silva. Who do you want for the first one? Silva. Oh, Tony Silva? Yeah. 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 That caught my attention. That name. Cool name. Mm -hmm. Tony is a male out of Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, Just starting and researching this for a new hobby. Doesn't belong to any clubs. Uh, I like surfing online for the sites. 
nobody referred him and just starting and researching this new hobby. Okay. And <laughs> let's see. How long has he been a member? It's like 2013. Okay. Meanwhile, welcome to the new hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's got a lot of years under his belt now, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, update, it's 2013. Right, update your 21 profiles. So, <laughs> so he's he figured out that we take a fifty thousand dollar truck, put five thousand dollars of gold to go out, fucking find fifty dollars worth of of gold. Right? Fifty, maybe fifty five dollars worth. <laughs> well, nobody right. rich. Anybody I mean, special for tomorrow? To Caleb, Caleb Wildman. If I think that's who it is. Remember, remember Caleb? Out of Charleston, Illinois? It might be him. I don't know. Is that the kid? Right. Yeah, I'm thinking. That sounds about right. Metal detecting. Uh, doesn't belong to any clubs. His friend gave him a site, Klondike Kent. Yeah. They referred him to the site. And then metal detectors, equipment he uses. Oh, yep. <laughs> that was him. Member. It looks like he's been a member since oh 2013 also. Yeah. Oh yeah, remember his favorite question? <laughs> What's that? The one Caleb used to always ask. How big a gold? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's the biggest piece of gold you ever found. <laughs> Every week. It's the first one I sold. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday, everyone. Yes, happy yeah, birthday. birthday. Happy, happy birthday. So, Rich. You know, it's, really, it's really funny because we get a lot of West Coasters out. You know, we talk about their birthdays and stuff like that. They always use metal detector. And we go back east, and there's a lot of them you don't hear doing that. Right. But you guys back, you guys back east, man, I'm telling you, you are missing out. You, you might not find the gold nugget, but you can find stuff that are worth as much as a gold nugget. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, been, it's been buried for years. It's there. You know, you just follow the history, find out where the things have been done at. Some things are, you know, a national park and stuff like that. Just you never know. You might stumble across a gold coin or something. That's you know? right. Yeah. Even on the beach or in the desert or wherever. Absolutely. No, but man, to me, like a like a belt buckle from the Civil War. That would yeah. be that would be fantastic. Yeah. Or being in the creek and finding, remember, uh, what was it? Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. He found like uh, what four cannonballs in one day in a creek. That'd be cool too. No, yes, that's it. Like, really, it's a cannonball. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cannonball. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be that's cool always just that's always neat to me. You know, just you, if you find a cannonball, that's like finding an ending axe. Yeah. To me. Yeah, a cannonball would be a cool find. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, that's, that's something that'd be neat to actually, literally find it yourself, dig it up, clean it up, and you got this cool cannonball. And well, I mean, think about the day. This got some yeah, history. Yeah, it, it was shot <laughs> for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> so that cannonball's got a story. If you only knew what it was, yeah, it still would like be the, cool. The creeks, the creeks and stuff. They hold a lot of. They hold a lot of stuff because people don't know, like, if they walk down the creek, they're not looking for certain things. But if you get your eyes trained to, like, arrowheads and, and Civil War relics, you know, different points and cuts. If you know how rocks are made in 
Indiana, Illinois, say Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And then you can go off that Missouri, stuff like that. You can, you can see how things are cut and you know, they're not right for the terrain. Yeah. You just look for There's, stuff that looks out of place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Things mm-hmm. just don't match up. Right. Like so a round, round ball. Yeah. It's like, eh, it shouldn't be. That just doesn't fit in with all the surroundings here of all these flat things. <laughs> but it'd make, it'd make one heck of a collection. And I, like I said, if you're, if I was in the East Coast, I, I lived there actually all the time. I would, you know what, I'd, I'd invest in a good metal detector and just have fun with it. As you could find, you could find a lot of stuff, even on farm ground that you never thought you would. Well, well yeah, old, you know, uh, farmer's fields and stuff. There's always great places to look, but <clears throat> this is true. Yep, I like the treasure. I think the treasure out of it is is pretty cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, find us up from the Civil War. That's pretty freaking grand. That's I don't care who awesome. you are. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what you'll find. You like know? a box of chocolates. That's right. I know, but to find a cannonball, that's really. Cool. Or just a something. <laughs> Anything. Well, I mean, I, I found actually, I found a a button. It said U.S. on it way back in the day. And then I told you about the one, the best one that I ever found was 18, what was it, 1898 dog tax stamp that actually went around a dog's freaking collar. I'm right. like, really? Cool. Taxed you on your dog that far right. back? Right. Oh, yeah. it was all, it was copper. It was pristine. That's what's nice. The copper or the brass, you know, it, Yeah. It's not like a steel sword that would deteriorate. Or, no, you know, yeah, exactly. But you find that brass buckle or brass buttons. and Those are cool things. I, actually, I believe it or not, I found it in a big, big field. See, right. Well, like, it was a big field. and But then the guy that actually gave me history on it, he said not, not his grandfather, but his grandfather before, is the one that actually cleared the field out to make a field you know mm-hmm. they actually took down the trees and got rid of the stumps and all that to make an actual field out of it and he's like well i can't believe you actually found that i mean it was made of brass and it it was like you you could shine it up like you wouldn't believe yeah that was and it was, it was like 18 i think it was like 1896 or 1898 i can't remember but it was like that it's 18 something but late all right see and i was like are you kidding me you don't know what you'll find in a field you know, I was just, I was just surprised they taxed your dog. Well, yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it had a, it actually had a, a like a thing where their their necklace was there. Well, what do you call it? That the uh, oh crap! I'm sure, oh. I'm sure only the rich and the elite paid for that tax, though. You know, regular people wasn't paying dog no dog tax taxes. It. They're like, ain't my dog. <laughs> That's just some stray dog. <laughs> well, what's right? really funny is what's really funny is when I found that particular tag from eighteen something, uh-huh. and, I, and then I started thinking about you know uh, like people in the war, World War One, World War Two, when they called them dog tags. Yeah, yeah. Where they where did where did they get that name? No, okay, kind of makes sense. Well, I was putting that together. I'm like, oh, okay, now I can kind of understand how that name. Yeah. Come in hand, dog tags. Right, that kind of makes they sense. They had to have a tag around their neck, and telling who they are and where they come from. 
if you paid your taxes. That's right. See? No, I guess that kind of does make sense. You should look that up and see if that's how it got. That's where the name for dogs tags came from. It would just make sense to me. It would be interesting. Right? That's probably right. I, think, I mean, think about it. I, I am, and it sounds right. I mean, yeah. it makes perfect sense. You know, dog tag, dog tags. <laughs> Because when did they start using dog tags in the military? Oh, I don't know. It's that's got to be Vietnam. I had them. Yeah, that had to be that had to be before World War One, right? They, they had to be well, they had to be able to contact your kin, right? Because uh, they didn't have them like in the Civil Wars, did they? Nope, I don't think so. No, I wouldn't go that far to say I wouldn't. I I don't. I don't recall. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? How would they know who you were? They didn't care back then, did they? <laughs> well, they always they had to send they had to send messages on to your family. I'm sure they made you carry something in your boot or something. Your name was on your inside of your uniform or something. That was about it. I don't know. See, somebody listening should know, but I don't. 1936. 1936. The origins of the dog tag nickname, according to the Army Historical Foundation, the term dog tag was first coined by newspaper magnate William Randolph Hearst in 1936. Hearst wanted to undermine support for President Franklin D. Roosevelt. Okay. But they don't don't tell you the origin of the dog tag. Of the name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's probably where it came up came from, though. Yeah. Had well, you got you, you to, but think about what Rich just said. You got 18, 1896, 1898 to 1936. Yeah, 1936. Yeah, that's not very far off, guys. Yeah. That's. Yeah. <laughs> when was the Civil War? 1800s? Uh, <laughs> Hey, I fell asleep in that class. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> what nineteen thirty six was it? Hold on. It says other rumored origins of the nickname include World War Two draftees calling them dog tags because they claimed that they were treated like dogs. No. Another rumor said it was because the tags looked similar to the metal tag on a dog's collar. Yep. See, there you go. Right. See, it made sense. Hey, I put two and two together, man. I'm telling you. All right, now. Civil War. Says Civil War concerns. Unofficially, identification tags came about during the Civil War because soldiers were afraid no one would be able to identify them if they died. Mm -hmm. They were terrified of being buried in unmarked graves, so they found various ways to prevent that. Some marked their clothing with stencils or pins or paper tags. Mm -hmm. Others used old coins or bits. Around lead or copper. That's what I remember. Some some men carved their names into chunks of wood strung around their necks. Yeah. See, I remember reading a story about they had one coin, like a like a copper like a copper round, like he would have, and it had their name and their 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 number on it. Mm -hmm. But they only had one. This says those who could afford it. 
bought engraved metal tags from non-government sellers and settlers, vendors who followed the armies during the war. Historical resources shows that in 1862, a New Yorker named John Kennedy offered to make thousands of engraved discs for the soldiers. The end of the Civil War, more than 40% of the Union Army dead were unidentified. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh. So, yeah, basically that's okay. what they did. Yeah, I always thought, yeah, they'd write their name in their clothes and stuff like that. I never heard the one about the wooden blocks and stuff like that. But, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, I remember about there, there, there was a single tag that was perfectly round, looked like a coin. Mm-hmm. They kept on a string. That would be. The but it, it it had their name, and I want to say, I want to say they're next to Ken. But I'm not. Don't quote me on this. Well, there's I think, that one picture that they just showed me was exactly like that. It looked like a coin, but it was a round disc mm-hmm. that had their names and birth dates engraved on it. And I didn't notice what else was on it. To be truthful with you. Interesting. Like I said, I've, I've, I've paid attention to so much stuff through history and, you know, because I'm an information junkie. But this, it rings a bell when it, you keep talking about it. I'm like, okay, I remember seeing this. I remember seeing that. Mm-hmm. And if you found one of them, well, that would be, be a cool ordinary. Now, would and you probably could if you look in the right places, right? Just don't yeah, know. but if you, found, if you found one, do you think that's where the guy fell? Maybe. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Would you take it now? Would you take the metal now? I, well, I don't know. There's nothing there. Well, that's where the guy fell. That's his grave, right? Well, I don't know about that either, right? <laughs> I took him. I don't know about that either. <laughs> right. If, I don't. I don't have a bone detector. I got a metal detector. Right. I don't. If it's on top, or you know, like you said, four inches under, and you dig that up, I mean, it could have just been lost. You did. I wouldn't say that. That. That's where his grave was, or that's where he died at. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine pulling a tag up and all of a sudden seeing two fine pieces fly up? No, that's like, different. Okay. Yeah, that's different. Then you, yeah. let's bury that back. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, and go and call the law. Tell them you found some bones. That's right. Let them come figure it, it out. <laughs> hey, it could be a possum, but you might want to check it out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Oh, that that is that is pretty cool though. That is pretty cool. Yeah, you just don't know. Unless you get out there and look, you don't know what you can possibly find. And you know what's really bad is because there's some people out there who are like, oh, if you do that, just that's really just bad. You know what? Really, it's not. Because how do you think historians get the stuff that we have in museums and yeah. relics that yeah. we learn of and stuff well, sure. like that? Oh, yeah. yeah. You're not digging up graves or nothing like that. You're just you're digging a couple inches down and getting whatever. Right. You know, and you might find something of historic importance, but it's, you know, just got lost. So that's what's cool. You just don't know what you'll find. It's kind of like the magnet fishing thing. You don't know what you'll find until you get out there throwing a magnet in that water, right? Yeah, that's no joke. I just seen a guy this week doing magnet fishing, Mm -hmm. found a freaking bobcat detachment. What? (laughs) Like, you know what they call a ditch witch? Yeah. It was off the side of a. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He found it over a bridge. It was an insur- It was like an insurance fraud thing. Yeah. They found it over a bridge. <laughs> so, I mean, you don't know what you'll find. <laughs> but that'd be a good way to find cannonballs. Right? 
Yeah, they're oh, iron. They no, iron. I think you'll lose your magnet on that one. I let the the cannonballs or the bobcat equipment. Cannonball. <laughs> hey, Rich. I'll tell you what. These guys pulled this. They were up on top of the bridge. There was three guys pulling this rope. Wow. The magnets. Wow. The magnets hooked to the attachment. It wow. got high enough where a guy goes, "This is a hydraulic hose. You got some kind of farm equipment down here." These guys are going. Okay, <laughs> they let it back go. Like I'm done. Wow. I mean, the magnet they went they they had to call the cops because they couldn't get the magnet back off of it. No, right. See, that's the bad thing. How do you get your magnet back off? You right. have to go down there and slide it off somehow. Well, you got to get it on land and bang it off with a hammer. If you can't get it on land, guess what? You better call the cops. Something's heavy. Weird. Cop thing I do not know about it. Well, if it, if it comes to insurance scams or Stolen property, guns thrown yeah. over. Oh yeah, you yeah. gotta get the cops involved. Yeah. If you find anything with a serial number, call the cops. Take a record. Let yeah. Them, you know, actually, just call the sheriff. That's the fastest way yeah. to go. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But just to be on the safe side, yeah. Especially if you find a gun or something. Yeah, definitely call. Oh them. yeah, you find a gun. Oh yeah, nobody's yeah. throwing guns off the bridge. Right. There's a reason <laughs> it goes throughout that bridge. <laughs> You're not gonna believe it. I found four AKs and three Uzis. I'm yeah. not gonna turn that in. Yeah. I wonder what, <laughs> okay. I wonder what crime that was used in. So yeah. <laughs> Word of advice. You find a gun, call the cops, turn it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. It even does. if it look, even if it looks so nice that you can shoot, yeah, all the yeah. cops turn, turn it, it in. in. Be responsible. Now, if you find a bag of gold, that's up to you what you do with it. All the cops. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Can you imagine finding a gun and then two years later you go out and shoot it and somebody says, "I want to check the slug," and all of a sudden it's a it's equated <laughs> to five murders. Yeah, right. That's what and you, call. you got it in your hand. Yeah, that's why you don't play around. You call them. Let them check it. Maybe it was just stolen. Or maybe it was used in a crime. Just be smart and call them. It's... Yeah, but the stupid thing is, where'd you get it? Oh, I found it in the creek. Sure oh, really? you did. <laughs> sure you did. How many times have we heard that one, mister? All right. I found a brand new gun in the mountains sometime. Huh? <laughs> 300 wind mag. You did wood, stainless steel, tripod, scope, everything. Hey, did you look over the hill and see if the guy fell? (laughs) No, right alongside of the trail. I boom, and I was on Facebook, and I put a note in there: anybody lose a rifle, and uh, about four days later, a friend of a friend of a friend. Basically, seen it, and then the the kid that lost it then ended up coming back to me, and of course, I had him identify it, and then there you go, he got it back. How now, he... where now, where was you at when you found this? Up in the mountains. No, where at? What state? Pennsylvania. Okay, good. I'm th- I'm just thinking. Can you imagine somebody losing their rifle in Alaska? Well, he went to the bathroom and laid it down, and and he couldn't find it. Wow. Why would you leave your gun when you went to the bathroom anyway? (laughs) 
That was like an $800 gun. Yeah, why would you leave it? It goes where I go, you know? Hey, but you know what? You got it, you got it back to the right guy. That was pretty cool. That is cool, hey. though. Well, that's why I put it on there and basically, hey, if anybody's missing a gun, let me know. You got to identify it and you'll yeah. get it back. Sure. Make them identify it. People started sharing it and sharing it and sharing it and... That yeah, is but cool. then you got to think like I do. Like, somebody actually was stupid enough to leave $800 on the side of the trail. How far away did he go from his gun to go to the bathroom for crying out loud? I was going to say. Well, one of my other friends did the same thing. He found one. He pulled up into a parking lot and got out of his vehicle and tripped over a gun laying on the ground. He did the same thing. He posted it, and actually, he called the cops. Right. And the cops came and got it, and then that he posted it on Facebook, and that guy had to go to the cops to get it back. Okay, yeah, somebody probably leaned a gun up against their yep, truck. Leaning and... gun up against the you vehicle, know what? And leaving. Oh, the better question was, who'd leave their gun to go use the bathroom? That's why I said, take your gun with you. Yeah, well, you're be... not really vulnerable there, right? You're you out there, huh? Your pants are below your freaking knees. What are you going to do, jog? No, I don't That's think That's what he told me anyway. I don't know for sure. <laughs> I mean, you're out there hunting. You Anything could come by even while you're going to the bathroom, so you need to be yeah. ready. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not about anything could come by. It's what's going to eat you. Oh, I ain't worried about what's going to eat me. I'm worried about what I'm hunting for. <laughs> that big record buck might walk by while you're yeah. down there, you know. <laughs> Rich, you got bears up in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh, my, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Really? I'm yeah. going to leave my gun right here to go over here and take a pee? Nope. No. That's why I said gun goes where I go. Yeah. It'd be right there where I could get a hold of it quickly. Not gonna, I'm going to leave my gun here and I'm going to walk 500 yards over there. And go the well, an $800 gun? Yeah. I'm not going to put that down in the snow. No. And then if it was snow, you should just follow your tracks back. I mean, it's just common sense. Oh, that's just too easy. Yeah. That would never work, Tim. Right. It tells a lot that you left your gun laying there. Let's just let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> End of story. <laughs> yeah. Now, Rich, where are you going tonight with Cool? We're traveling Star? to Mexico tonight. Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, I don't know if we ever covered Mexico or not, so we're going to cover No, it. we did not. So let's take a quick break, come back, head to Mexico. Go. We will be right back, everybody. Got a Mexico. Mexico. Get a taco. Go. Do you like to mine for gold? <laughs> Enjoy prospecting a nice crack in the bedrock? Enjoy getting outdoors yeah, yeah. to camp, fish, hunt, and hike on your public lands? You plan your trip, load the gear, grab the dog, put the family in the truck, and drive off to a locked gate. A sign says you cannot enter or access your own public lands. Mining claims and public land owned by we the people are being designated as off-limits by our own government every single day. Are you concerned about the direction our government is going? Are you tired of seeing no access, no entry signs on your lands? We are, and we are fighting back. We are AMRA, America Mining Rights Association, the fastest growing small mining advocacy association in America. AMRA is a 501c3 not-for-profit formed by miners, hunters, off-roaders, retired military men, and women to stop the insanity. AMRA was formed to educate, unite, and help the small miners 
and public land users on their rights. Rights given to us by God. Do you want access to great mining claims? For a small tax-deductible donation to their Miners Legal Fund, your family gains access to proven excellent mining claims across America for an entire year. AMRA challenges the USFS, BLM, EPA, and the other agencies intent upon stopping you from enjoying your own lands. You are who pays these people's wages. It is time they listen to us. We need to unite. And that is what AMRA is doing. As you sit here right now, thousands of acres of public lands are being closed, locked, and blocked from use by you. Are you fed up yet? Join us. Get in on this fight and let's restore America to what our families fought and died for. Freedom. Just visit AmericanMiningRights.com. AmericanMiningRights.com. Also, check us out on Facebook at American Mining Rights Association. AmericanMiningRights.com. In 1858, gold was discovered in the rivers of New Caledonia. This discovery would spark a massive gold rush. Today, the search for gold is much easier, yet still challenging with Dirt Hog Pay Dirt. At Dirt Hog, we pride ourselves on our gold and guaranteed gold amounts. Just visit DirtHogPayDirt.com today and buy yourself a bag of the best pay dirt concentrates on the market. Order with confidence in Canada and North America. DirtHogPayDirt.com, the best gold concentrates on the market, period. Also, be sure to check out our Honest Bonus program. If you're interested in gold prospecting or treasure hunting as a career, hobby, passion, or just something you're interested in getting into, you have to visit goldprospectorspace.com. At goldprospectorspace.com, you'll find forums, chats, videos, blogs, sections on dry washing, metal detecting, high banking, and so much more. At goldprospectorspace.com. There's a store, classifieds, and at goldprospectorspace.com every Sunday night at 7.30 Eastern Time, tune in to Prospectors Radio, the talk show for gold prospectors and treasure hunters. Goldprospectorspace.com is a social network with thousands of members, and everything you need is at goldprospectorspace.com. Sign up today and get connected to others who share your love of gold and gold prospecting. Let the treasure hunt begin at goldprospectorspace.com. Goldprospectorspace.com. Welcome to Cooley's Corner. Join Rich Cooley as he talks about equipment, new products, and so much more for all us prospectors and treasure hunters. Here's Rich. Hello, <laughs> this is Cooley's Corner. Where are you at, Rich? There you are. I was trying to click the button, click the button, click the button, and one working. There you are. So yeah. we're here. Oh, you're here, and you're going where? All right, we're mining in Mexico. <laughs> Mexico. <laughs> Are any gold yeah, in Mexico? Yeah, a little strange. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, enough. Mexico is no stranger to mining. In fact, it has become a leading producer of many valuable minerals, including precious metals. Silver is what Mexico is well known for, and it's currently the world's leading producer of the metal. Significant amounts of gold are recovered as a byproduct of the silver mines. The rich deposits that have resulted in such wealth of the country of Mexico was discovered in 1550. The Meta or Guananjuto, was followed by the discovery of El Oro, 
an immensely rich mining district that has been worked for over 450 years now and resulted in millions of ounces of gold being produced. Mining in the Mexican desert. The oh. geology of Mexico is very similar to what is found in the desert southwest in the United States. Many of the rich mining areas are continuation of the rich geology that is found in states like Arizona and New Mexico. Uh-huh. Since much of the Mexico has an arid climate, the working of small deposits of gold by small-scale artisanal miners requires special techniques and has significant limitations. A lack of water uh, prompted the creation of a device that was later used in all throughout the western United States of various gold districts. This invention was the Arrastra. It's R, or I'm sorry, A-R-R-A-S-T-R-A. Arrastra. Yep. It was a mechanized device used to pulverize the high-grade ores. Hmm. They were circular in shape and generally used donkeys to drag large rocks over top the ore to break it down to the fine dust. So that's what you've seen all the time, them donkeys walking around in circles. Right. <laughs> okay. Remnants yeah, of the old Arastras uh, can still be found all over Mexico and the western U.S. In later years, the advent of the modern stamp mill helped to increase the efficiency of crushing ores. Mm-hmm. One very rich gold mining area in Mexico is found in the Sonora Desert, south of the border with Arizona. This region has uh, produced gold for centuries. The prospecting methods are, primi- are primarily limited to the use of dry washers, of course, in this part of Mexico because the water is non-existent in many of the richest areas. This technique is very labor-intensive and can be challenging to sample and trace load sources of gold than with traditional placer mining techniques. Another uh, method that is known used throughout Mexico with good success is metal detecting. With the use of a metal detector, prospectors can locate gold nuggets within gulches, washes, and benches that have no water most of the year. Mm-hmm. Huge gold nuggets from Mexico. The most famous gold nugget discovery in Mexico was made with a metal detector. It was the exceptionally large boot of Cortez nugget. Oh, yeah. Which is currently <laughs> the largest existing nugget discovery in the Western Hemisphere. The Cortez. Thus, amazing nugget remains the biggest found on half of the earth, dwarfing the next larger nugget found in Alaska by over 100 ounces. Wow. That's pretty good, Sam. (laughs) That's a nugget. (laughs) Oh, it was dwarfing the largest nugget, so that means it was smaller than the largest. Smaller than the largest one by 100 ounces. No, no. Yeah, but when they say dwarfing... That means the other one was like really big. Yeah. Well, it said by 100 ounces, so that's a lot, right? But it doesn't say what this one was, though. The Buda Cortez? Yeah, hold on. Let me click on that link and see what it says. About 100 ounces? Holy moly. The Buda Cortez nugget from Mexico is 389 ounces. Holy. (laughs) Jesus. At 1,800 an ounce. Yeah. It's worth more. Back in 1989, a prospector using a metal detector found a gold nugget that weighed 
an unbelievable 389 troy ounces. The nugget was unearthed somewhere in Sonora Desert, about 100 miles south of Arizona border. Due to its interesting shape resembling a boot, it was named the Boot of Cortez. Wow. That's crazy. You know what? I'm just thinking of something really funny. You know what? We see, like, uh, on Gold Rush when they find 150, 140 ounces and stuff like that. We see it in the pan. Right. And it, now, if we, like, as gold diggers, like, if we've been around, if you take that melted down, that would be a little bit smaller than a softball, correct? I mean, do you guys think so or no? Could be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't... yeah probably. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now, you, you got to merit these guys. They've got like, I mean, yeah, they got machinery and da 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 on all this. But the guys back then had thousands of men working at the same time. Right. That would be like how many freaking dump trucks and how many bulldozers and stuff. I mean, think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when they when they say it's two times, I'm like, wow, that's like, yeah, that's a, that's a, yeah, that's gonna be a big old chunk. That's a chunk. Yeah, that's a chunk. <laughs> Yeah, uh, commercial mining in Mexico. Um, the country is home to many exceptional rich commercial mines. Many of these mines extract what would be considered O-grade ore. However, in a large scale, these ores can be uh, mined very profitably. Mm-hmm. The Sierra Madre Occidental Range uh, excuse me, is home to many large gold mines producing copper, silver, gold, and a variety of other metals. Mm-hmm. Grupo Mexico is the largest mining company operated in the Sonora Desert. It is one of the leading gold producers in the country. Gold Corp also operates the Penasquito mine and is leading producer of both gold and silver. The San Pondre mine and San Luis de Batasi is another rich gold producer. Mining has a significant impact on Mexico's economy. The industry is a major job creator, employs thousands of Mexicans. Low labor costs make the country very attractive from an economic standpoint, and most of the world's largest mining companies are operating in Mexico. The downside of mining in Mexico is safety issues and civil unrest. There have been many stories in recent years about robberies at the mines. This has certainly limited the scope of mining and exploitation to some extent. Especially on a smaller scale, it's not advised for prospectors from the United States to venture south in search of gold. Although there are many gold districts in northern Mexico that have been prospected to their full potential, there are serious risks associated with them, especially near the border where issues of drug and human trafficking exist. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the story of Mexico. <clears throat> Interesting, though. I just didn't even realize that that... Buda Cortez came from Mexico, you know. Yeah. Wow. And it wasn't even found that far away from Arizona. Interesting, right? What's that, Dan? Did not far at all. No, right? No. That's craziness. Jeez. See, see that big gold's out there by you, Scott. You could find the next Buda Cortez. (laughs) Hey, uh, how about you guys just go ahead and two months, come out trying to find that big gold. And when you find one, let me know. Get your metal detector you was just talking about. Get out there. You guys, I've been doing this 25 years. Here we go. Yes. I've 
been nine years in Arizona. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you find something about the size of your fist, either you're a liar or somebody turned you onto a hard rock mine. I don't want to hear it. You're not driving down the creek and going, oh, my God, look, it's gold nugget. <laughs> it's not like that. It doesn't happen like that. But just thanks, Scott. There's this unexplored area somewhere out there in the desert waiting. You know what, Tim? I'm going to take something back. Okay. Yes, yes, you do find a gold nugget, mm-hmm. but only if you're 95 years old. What? Is that? <laughs> well, it's the same as the same as looking, freaking Floridians winning lottery tickets. <laughs> well, oh yeah, you got a good point. There. I'm, 89, I'm 89 years old, won 220 million dollars oh, <laughs> on the Powerball. Well, <laughs> don't just, get me started. Well, just I'm saying. Scott, just think, in about 40 years, you play the lottery, you're going to be a rich man. <laughs> I'm just saying it doesn't happen. You can't come out here. You guys, I'm telling you, everybody listen. I hope you're listening. Don't think you're going to come out to Arizona and walk down a creek bank and find a gold nugget. I hope nobody really honestly thinks that in reality. They do. <laughs> this is the problem we come up with. That's, they do. <laughs> so they probably. So you think they think that when they go to Alaska too, that they're just going to walk across the creek and pick up gold nuggets? I'm just saying. You know what? I've actually did tours. Uh huh. And I took people down into the claim. And before the claim, I can already hear them. This is really far. I'm like, I don't know if you're going to make it or not. Twenty minutes later, they're walking up the hill, going, "If you are gone, see you later." I'm like. What do you mean? We're going to work all day, right? No. They're like, they're a hundred, they're like two football fields away walk up the hill. Why? They're done. Why are they done? <laughs> because they thought you were going to just walk down and pick up freaking gold nuggets. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. you mean I got to work? Oh, see, I just wouldn't think they'd real, they'd think like that. Oh, boy, Tim. Let me tell you what. You would not believe it. (laughs) They actually think, oh, I want to go digging with you. I'm like, okay, it's $100 a day. $25 worth, you know, machinery. Everything else we split. 25 minutes, they're walking back up the hill. We're going back to the town. Bye. I'm like, what? That's crazy. Yeah, Yeah, because they thought they were just going to go, like, it's picking mushrooms. It's not picking mushrooms. Yeah, well, boy, that'd be sweet, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Dude, I'll tell you what. I'd I'd have some good mushroom sites, like, picking gold. Uh, Wow. But you're not going to find gold nuggets like that. It don't don't happen anymore. I'm, I'm sorry, folks. I hate to kill your joy, but No. It's not like that. Unless you, f- you actually get to work. <clears throat> but what if you find some weird, unexplored area that's never been explored? I no, I am not saying that cannot happen. <laughs> right, it could happen. But you, you know what? But you have to prospect. You have to do your homework. You got to see the gold and find out what the gold does. You know, and then you'll find out if you're close to a source. Mm-hmm. If you find nice, chunky, coarse gold that looks like somebody just pulled out somebody's teeth. You're pretty close to where it come from. Keep looking. If you hit the source, and then you dig. But I don't know. Just people just think they can bought, just go. Oh look, it's a big gold nugget. Did they it's ever? Not gonna did they ever ask to say anything like that to you, Dennis? Have people ever said that 
like to you to just think they could just walk in and just find gold? Uh, no, but they, uh, you know, they've said that it's been, it wasn't as easy as what they thought. Right. You know? Yeah, but he's not in Arizona. Right, he's not in Arizona. He's actually, yeah, it's still, it's the same. He finds gold. Everybody, a lot of people find gold in he Indiana. Got and some know. nice gold in Indiana. So I just was wondering. No, do no, people, no, 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 no gold in Indiana. It's all in Ohio. Right. So do people think that, hey, I can just go into a creek in Indiana and pick up some of these chunky nuggies? <laughs> you know what? The thing is, the thing is what Dennis is talking about, a certain, you know, the people's got a mindset of what they're going to find. They know what they're going to find because they've seen Dennis' videos and stuff like that. Okay. You know what? Everybody makes videos around. You, you follow it. All right. But for somebody to go out and say, okay, great. I, you know, I'm here. I'm day one. I'm going to leave tomorrow. And Dennis is going to promise me a gram of gold. Nah. That's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, you're right. Mm-mm, no gram. Gotta go <laughs> that's to like somebody coming out. That's like coming out saying, like, oh, Swiftwater finds all the gold. I'm going to find a nugget. No, you got to go to no. Got to go to Utah. That's where gold. No, it's not. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I think it's all in Arizona, and in Utah, <laughs> Jaron's neighborhood. <laughs> it's not in Ohio. Don't, nope. Don't. Bother. You know what? I'm just. I'm glad when I go out and I go digging and I find gold all day long. See, that's that why people makes, think that. Though. That's my big thing. So, do you think that's the reason why people would think that they could just come out there and walk down the creek and find gold? This, yeah. No, they get used to hearing, see YouTube videos that are like, they see YouTube videos that are crap, I'm and listening. they believe them. Right. I'm well, you know what? You're not going to find them. You're not going to walk out. Oh, my God, look, it's a picker. I just found it on top. <laughs> that guy dug it up or he put it there. Quit doing that crap. You know, you know. I think one of the best places to live would probably be Alaska. Okay. And the reason why is, is because after watching all those shows on Gold Rush, you know, it, it, it makes it look like, oh, my gosh, so easy. Just think of how many people have went to Alaska thinking that it's that easy to find the gold they show up they right. go broke and the people that live there can buy that equipment for nothing you got I mean, a good point nothing. you got a good point Dennis. they've got everything established they're on the gold you know they're getting good gold people watch the series and think oh, i can do it i'll i'll spend a hundred thousand dollars get equipment and they get out there and they don't know where to go where to dig and they go broke you know right they, they right. can't afford to take it home with them you're right you know what to make it bigger money in alaska all you got to be is a junk dealer. <laughs> no, really. Open just take everybody's <laughs> like this one guy said, oh, it's crashed. You, if you can salvage it, take it. Be a junk dealer. Dude, there are so many people that's freaking been on that show that's went in the junkyard to find parts that they never paid for because, oh, it's just like an Alaska thing. Nope. My yards are buying. I'm going to mine the miners. Right. But how many people have? <laughs> how many yeah, people- I get it. But how many people have showed up because they've watched that show and think they go out there and mine 500 ounces of gold? <laughs> you know? Well, we have, we have one guy. I mean, well, yeah, we, we, we know that one guy who fell into that trap. <laughs> but I, you know what? I got to admit, he is real good bitter. And he no, he is. He I was messing with Brian, but yeah. 
But no, I mean, the, uh, people that see Brian's, at least he's an experienced miner, see. Yeah. I'm saying. Well, like I said, I hope, I hope, my gosh, I hope. Because I know Brian personally, and I like the guy, and I know, I know where his mindset at. If that show makes him look like an idiot, I will be so pissed. I don't think we got to worry about that. <laughs> no. I hope so, because I just, you see what it does to people. It makes some of them look like this guy. Now, see, I'm just, but still, I'm just wondering. There's people out there that believe that stuff and probably sold everything they own to go out there and try to find. Yeah, they go know, broke and then they just try road. to yeah. put money to get back home. Right. That's yeah. where you, you guys, buy you know what, you know yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm with you guys. It is hard. You know what? I got a backer. You know who my backer is? Uh-huh. It is what it is. Yeah. But I got one. Yeah. But you know what sucks <sighs> is when you don't come up with the gold next year, you look like stupid. Well, yeah, that's that's the problem cuz you know, you're not sitting on a freaking huge claim. No, some people like you guys said, some people do do that. They don't do. Go to and they they'll go to a claim or whatever and and scrape up all the money they got to get there. Yeah, and hoping they'll find gold to get home. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. not the yeah. way. That's definitely yeah, it not is. the way. That's called gold money. That's not the way. I, the, I, no, I there is no guarantees I in know, gold money. But you can't, you know, spend every last dime you have to you go rely do it on that and, to get you and back rely gold. on it to to go there and find gold because you and, can't. And I, you know, don't get me yeah, wrong. You can, no, yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, now you gotta so understand, I, Tim, dude. You got a nice house, nice car. You like to wash it every weekend. So guess what? Gold miners don't have that. Some of them do. Dude, if I can start, <laughs> if I can start that Briggs and Stratton up and get me off the claim, we're good. Right, but that's different. I'm you're just saying selling, you gotta understand how things are. No, you're not selling everything you have to go do it and hope that you're gonna yeah. make money to do better or to get no, by or something. If you're selling everything you have to go make money doing it. Yeah. That's what we're you saying. Better, you better prospect the ground and know there's gold there. But see, that's what we're saying. The people that don't do that. They yeah, just, don't go, they don't just go see this stuff on TV and think, oh, well, let's sell everything and we're yeah, headed to I Alaska. get rich. Yeah. yeah. They buy all this equipment. They ship it out there. Every last thing they own is in that equipment out there and then they they're not finding enough to pay any bills or to keep it going. So then they end up, and all I'm saying is I just, you know, think about the people. That'd be a great place to live because sure. someone wants enough money to get back home. So they'll sell $100,000 worth of equipment and be lucky to get two grand out of it, you know, plane ticket back home. Right. Yeah. I mean, you got to really think about that, guys. I mean, yeah, people, if you're listening, no, don't hey, fall for the trap. You no. Know? I'm, I'm really going to make it easy for you. If you buy one piece of heavy equipment, that's your house and the furniture. Right. <laughs> just think of so what do you got? Okay, it. what do you got now? You got one piece of equipment. What are you going to do? Think of the people that have done it, have bought yeah, claims and sold everything and went down there and said, we're going to strike it rich and didn't find mm. nothing but rocks. Yeah. <laughs> rocks, baby. Rocks. Rocks. Yeah, seriously, think about it. Before you do that, yeah, you, know. you guys got to remember out there in life, either can you afford to go broke? Because that's where I right. freaking started. I mean, right? Or can you can you restart again? Or do you know what you're doing and recycle money? Right. If you can recycle money, 
you're 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 one step up but do it within your means don't get too big always be small till you get your stuff I'm like I said, I, dude. I've been I've been the lowest lows and the highest highs. Like right now, I'm the highest highs. I've got stuff at my garage. I've got double everything. I've got I can build a wash plant that looks like a super sluice. You wouldn't believe it. Oh, just okay, but a couple bolts. Different. It'll work. Right. Yeah, that's... but I don't have water, so it sucks now, don't it? But you're experienced, and you know, and you're got enough sense to to do some prospecting and know what you're going into you know oh you tim you got to do that i know you don't so if you many don't do that te- don't that's, yeah if you don't do test holes you're an idiot but that's what we're saying there's so and, many that don't now, wait just a minute. jump in with both feet you know well let me let me say that again if you don't do test holes you're an idiot <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna i want to throw that out there man i mean that's really important that's really, really important. Yeah, it's super important. Well, I'm in just the West. saying, I just want people to do their research before they do anything crazy. You know, right? <laughs> don't don't dump your money thinking you're going to get rich. It's not. It's like going up. What is it? What's that one movie they show people going up and building a house in Alaska? And they're like, "Oh, I don't know how to do this. Show me how." Are you serious? You bought a you bought a place up in freaking Canada and you're asking somebody else, how do you live? Uh, you shouldn't be there. Hello. It's, dude, no. it's just saying. It's just nuts. It's, just do your research. Thanks. Exactly. Don't just do your research by watching Gold Rush. That's what I'm saying. No, quit. <laughs> you know what? It's really funny because right? I think... I think, I mean, nowadays, I'm not a YouTube fan, you know what I'm saying, but there are big guys on there that teach you a lot, and Jeff is one, you know, he's a geological guru, he knows rocks, and you will learn stuff off of him. Yes. Fantabulous. But when it comes to, like, down-home videos, you know, watch where people are going in your own sector. Find what they're finding and seeing how they're doing it. Can you do something different? Can you dig somewhere different? Can you make something up? You know, that's that's what the whole thing is. And I, I think it's that's a good thing about the videos like Rumble, YouTube, all this all the videos you can see, you can find out where they're at. And then you can kind of figure on, you know, where you want to go between them. I mean, you can always go up and ask a farmer, hey, can I dig in your creek? Mm-hmm. Not, it's not that hard. Just knock on the door. It's just craziness. That's all I know. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Craziness. What's that, Danny? It's a craziness, baby. It's craziness, baby. Oh, yeah. Coming from somebody digs out of a gravel pit, you look. <laughs> See? <laughs> That's smart, though. Research. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm you telling you. What, you know what, though? When we were at the gravel pit, when we first started, um, what we did was we, we did test, you know, we did samples. We did test samples. We tested and tested because I knew there was gold. You just didn't know exactly where. And uh, but once we started testing and then you know did the research and figured out where the the actual sand screw sat, then man, jackpot! Yeah, right. Research, knowledge. Hey, and you guys, you guys out there in the East Coast, man, don't be don't be afraid to 
go into a gravel pit and say, hey, can I just do this on the weekends when you're not working? You don't, you're not going to move enough dirt to even mess with them. But to set up a dredge and run stuff through a dredge real quick, maybe a six inch, which I got for sale, might work. <laughs> I tried that around <laughs> <laughs> insurance purposes. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. A lot of them won't, you know, let you because of insurance, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to be to work in an active pit. You're supposed to be Mshaw approved or something like right. that. You have to go to class and right. Yeah, wait a minute, folks. Asked. Did you just hear what Dennis Dink said? He said an active pit. I wasn't talking about an active pit. You're a prospect. Right, we're going off the road. We want we want to go to an old pit. Oh yeah, that's, the, that's the ones to find some of them old. Oh, okay, yeah. no, I was talking about the sand quarries and stuff. Yeah, that right. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah, right? dude. Same yeah. thing. Yeah, insurance purposes. A lot of them don't want to let you. Yeah. Okay, do it at night. Yeah. Yeah. But nobody, nobody at Gold Prospector Space ever told you that we are not liable for anything that you do because if you listen to me you're an idiot (laughs) right if anybody right if you listen to any of us you're on your own (laughs) 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 don't go say hey not saying that dennis hasn't done that i'm just saying well dennis gets permission and that's what everybody's got to remember right you got to get permission to do this kind of stuff yeah I don't want to ruin and get a bad name and go to jail. Right, of course not. I make sure I always get permission, and you know, and if it's not, there's other places I can go. That's right. That's the key. You know, you'll find yeah, other the good, places. The good, you know what? The good thing is, is what I was talking about is you can always go up and knock on a farmer's door, and the worst you're going to hear is no, no, yeah. And you, well, you might get the hell off my property, but anyway. Mm-hmm. You'll yeah, be okay. It's worst. still a no. <laughs> but that one guy that you get a yes out of might pan out. Just have a good time. That's why I always said, you know what? Go to the coffee shop in the morning. Talk to the farmers. That's where they're at. You'll find you'll find the ones on the good creeks. Mm-hmm. And oh, I can't stress this enough. If you leave your trash on his land... You will not come back. Yeah, you don't deserve to come back anyway if you do yeah, that. Yeah, that's what ruins it for everybody else. Yep. Plain how, do you even, how do you even have trash? I don't know. Well, because they peck and crap, but, you know. <clears throat> yeah, but it, there's a cooler. Uh, it, but you know how if some people trash, are. Put it back in the cooler. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know how people, well, some people are. <laughs> hey, if you go home, you empty the ice water, there's a bunch of paper, just put it in the trash can, right? was that easy it's easy it sounds easy but yet a lot of them still do it oh yeah I know. that's that's one of the things that are kind of kind of screwing us in the east coast uh-huh. because now i'm not going to say this uh but i'm going to say it but there there are gold prospectors that go out there and they do this and that. but then you got these weakened fishermen that they will go out and they will leave worm they're worm casting things. They're freaking pop cans. Everything is around. They don't care. They're just there for one day, and they're out. And that makes us look bad. So you know what? If you get a chance, just pick it up. I know I know it sucks because you think, I didn't put it there. But if it's like four cans and two freaking worm cups, put it in your trash can. Who cares? 
just don't let the guy find it that's giving you permission to go down and prospect. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it just it still bums me out. I, it's you know it happens. Yeah. Oh yeah, it does. It, it happens all the time. Yeah. See, out here we don't have we fishermen out here. We got shooters. Right. See, they put dishes and TVs and stuff long range right down to the wash like when you're digging and they're shooting over your head i'm like are you out of your skull <laughs> yeah i mean you got a you got a scope you couldn't see me walking in your scope really i got a bright white t-shirt on there's you a reason i do. wear a <laughs> you definitely do you i'll put you a big target on it for him <laughs> i i was thinking about it. i'm like this is getting stupid you can't see a white t-shirt walking through green <laughs> trees? Really? <laughs> Craziness, right? It's just all nuts. Like, has, it's now buying a deer. Has anybody heard anything from Ray recently? No. No? Just a while he posted uh, pictures and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's about all I've seen. Anything. Mm-hmm. Imagine he's on the gold. He's not talking about it right, right now. He's being kind of quiet. So yeah. Well, or he's under contract. Well, I've seen some of the other people that are on there, and they're posting stuff now. They're allowed to. They said, and they're allowed to the whole nine yards. So hopefully, Ray starts sharing some info. So well, we I, was, shall see. I was thinking to myself, you know what? Ray can talk to his family. But when he starts talking to us gold diggers, he'll go, blah, 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 and he's going to let that loose. And I think it's why he's not been talking to nobody. Uh, they talk, The guys talked to him Friday, they said. So oh, I just really? want to know, yeah, things are still a mess. This is this is the latest update. Do, 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 do. Talk to him Friday. Do, 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 do. Things are still a mess anymore. <laughs> do, 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 do. And... <laughs> First year, you know, doing. <clears throat> I think it's cool. I can't wait for him to get back. We'll get him on the show and we'll pick his brain, have some fun. Yeah, and he can share his whole experience. You know what? What? If I ever, if I ever wanted to see a crazy ass more than me on TV, it would be him. Oh, it's definitely. I, I think Ray's going to be a great TV character. Oh yeah. <laughs> That river that they're on. Well, I mean, that's some fast water current. Yeah, it looked like it. Yeah, I mean, that's some fast water current to be dredging or doing whatever they're doing in. Hey, yeah, I don't know what that's this thing. We don't know what they're doing yet until we, you know, till we see. Yeah, I don't think he's actually dredging. I don't know. I don't think so either. I don't know. I think he's just going to be like high banking and stuff. Yeah, maybe high banking and panning. (laughs) <laughs> hey, I don't you, you see the pick and show behind me that's right. what he's using it might be well it looked like he had the gold hog uh, yeah he had some gold hog equipment yeah, yeah, gold he'll, hog. he'll use that but I don't think he's they're more more like a trommel type you know oh more trommel-ish yeah cause hey. I, I don't think he died I don't think Ray actually died plant operation it was, it was really funny I, I, I wonder did he request the gold hog equipment up there because he was going? Yeah, he did. He took it with yeah, him. Yeah, he, he has it there. Yeah. Oh, he took his own equipment? His own gold hog stuff, I yeah. think. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. He went on a show and these guys didn't even splat equipment? Well, maybe he didn't like their choice of equipment. He's a gold dog huh? man. <laughs> yeah, and I think, he, I think he was having Doc got the measurements to the equipment up there. And and Doc, I think, if I remember right or heard right, Doc was uh, shipping the, the mats to right. fit whatever they were using. Oh, yeah. oh, so they're working hand in hand like two birds in a bush. Well, Doc's raised body, and that's cool. Now I'm seeing yeah. I'm seeing it's a that's plant good. a plant operation in Greenland. Yeah, it's a plant operation plant in Greenland. Be, plant should be up and running soon. Doc, the plant Doc donated the mats. Yes, see. Wait, you said the plant. Yeah, that's why I said yes. Okay. What size plant? I don't know. A keen high banker or a freaking really running plant? What's going on? I, I don't think it's a huge plant, but it's, I guess it's a pretty good, decent size from what I heard. I, I don't know. I, I can't wait to see it. Hmm. From what you heard. I mean, it's not like a Parker Schnabel, you know, sluice it has you know one it comes out into one sluice and drops into two then three then five then right right so let's see sluicing high banker yeah yeah so we'll see like this may, it might just be like a small plant yeah you know like you know, you know what i'm gonna leave it alone till i see it right we'll, we'll have to wait and see when Ray gets and then back. i'm gonna be a critic from hell machinery but not too big I'm just passing all this info on. <laughs> so we'll see. Now, by the way, this is all hearsay, folks, now. Well, yeah, it's all hearsay. Yeah, we don't know for a guarantee. Don't take us to the bank. No. It's like you're guaranteed to find gold if you go look in the creek. <laughs> mm -hmm. Same thing. Yeah, I got what we're hearing. We're hearing. Yeah. All right. Well so what else? We got anything else? Uh, Tuesday night hangout. Oh, that's right. Go ahead, Rich. Uh, I just did. Because you started it. <laughs> you want me to do it? Tuesday night hangout with Ed, Jesse, Dano, and the Treasure Vixen. <laughs> At what? 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. Tuesday hey, night. When's the last time both of the Treasure Vixens been on on the show? On um, what show? On God dang Tuesday Night Hangouts. I don't know. When was the last time Chad and Kathleen was on this show on a Sunday? <laughs> Same thing. Well, I mean, last time I come in, there was only one of them. I was like, Where, where's the mix ends? Come on, there's supposed to be two of them here. All right. Maybe hey, sometimes you vacation, got to work. you're busy. Yeah, yep. it happens. And but it they're is still part of, they're part of the crew, part of the ship. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way it works. So it's the treasure fixings every Tuesday, eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Did you guys want to hear tonight or not? What's that, Danny? I said, did you guys want to hear a lot? Oh, did you find stuff? some? You didn't tell me you found any. Heck yeah, yeah I want to. Before we got started, I got one. Well, roll on with it, baby. I want to hear about a lost treasure in Mexico. <laughs> and we get ready. To <laughs> Uh, okay, <laughs> I've got me. one. I don't know how much of a lost treasure this is. Um, <laughs> but it says right here, uh, once the French withdrew its military from Mexico in 1866, uh -huh. Emperor Maximilian 
knew that his days as the emperor were numbered. To safeguard the wealth he had a, amassed as an emperor, he made arrangement to get the wealth out of the country on time. By this time, all the ports on the Mexican coast had fallen into the hands of the rebels, and most parts of the empire were ripped with war and banditry. To safeguard uh, the wealth on transit, Emperor Maximilian chose four uh, Austrian officers and a number of Mexican roy uh, royalists to transport the wealth north to Texas in the United States and then to Port Galveston for shipping back to Europe. Uh, Emperor Maximilian loaded 10 million wow. worth of gold bars, silver, jewelry, and other valuable items into a 15 oxen pulled wagons. Okay. The treasure was transported north following a zigzag course to avoid being tracked down. Eventually, the Austrian officers and the Mexican loyalists arrived safely in Texas with their cargo intact. Once they were over the Rio Grande, they decided to camp shortly at the Prestito del Norte. Here, they <laughs> six former Confederate soldiers heading to Mexico. <laughs> Back then, Texas was dangerous with lots of Comanche raids and banditry. To safeguard the cargo in this territory, the Austrian officers asked the soldiers to guide them in, uh, guide them to the uh, Galveston. At first, the Confederate soldiers did not know what was in the cargo and agreed to escort the, trans, uh, the transport. Mm -hmm. <laughs> South of Odessa, where uh, somewhere near the border of Crane, upon counties, the soldiers learned of what was in the cargo and decided to kill the Austrians and their Mexican loyalists and take the wealth for themselves. They succeeded in doing this, but soon learned that they could not take all the loot by themselves. They took a few pieces of gold and decided to bury the rest and then go reorganizing before coming for it. Along the way back to Missouri, where they were to regroup before coming back for the loot, one of the soldiers fell ill and he was left behind. A few days after he began to get better and decided to hurry so he could get catch up with the rest, but just a short distance from the Fort Concho, where he had been resting, he came upon the bodies of his comrades who had been murdered by Comanche Indians. He traveled by himself back to Missouri, being too sick for the journey, he stopped at the Denton Still in Texas to see a doctor. His condition got worse, and knowing that he might not get better, he decided to tell the doctor who had been so good to him about the treasure. He even drew a rudimentary map of where the treasure was hidden for the doctor to find. Once his last remaining soldier died, the doctor organized a search party and went looking for the treasure. But after weeks of searching, they gave up. Wow. And you know what? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's pretty cool, though. Still. Man, 
I'm serious. You know what? I hate to. You know what? We've all heard the Western stories between Missouri and Arizona. Can you imagine riding a freaking horse from Missouri to Arizona to like, like, I mean, really, we hear these Western stories. I'm like, they're like, oh yeah, they skip right on over. That's right. There's no way. It says, Scott, it has a couple paragraphs where it says the location of the treasure. And, and real quick, just, just to end it, it says, over over the centuries, there have been many men who have searched for this treasure. While it is possible that someone has already found it, the vague, the vague details and long path that Maximilian's treasure took makes it difficult. The treasure today would be worth an unbelievable value, not only for the amount of gold and silver that is believed to be in the treasure, but also the numismatic value of such old treasure. Mm-hmm. So okay. if you have to now go gonna... there and you find this and it's gold bars and it's stamped and printed, melt it, don't turn it in the next <laughs> place and keep it. <laughs> yeah. You didn't find. You know what? I want to put. I want to put to you like this: If somebody was that good of a freaking crook, and he was from Missouri, cleared up freaking Arizona, I'm going to drop off bits and pieces everywhere I go that where I know where they're dug at. And it's not. I'm not. I'm not going to put one treasure in one spot. That's just stupidity. Yeah. I'm going to break that thing up. You'll never find that whole treasure because it's broke up. It's scattered. But. From Missouri to Arizona, that's hey. that's a long dang way on a horse. <laughs> hey, they did it, dude. <laughs> I know what I was saying. It, it, it was in way. It was in wagons uh, using oxen. Yeah. That'd hey, Dennis. Slower. Sure. You tell slow. me something. Good God, is that, that not a long slow. way? That's a long way, buddy. That's like walking. It's <laughs> a long. But the oxen. Yeah. Good lord. Man, your butt. I don't give a. I, you your butt's gonna hurt. Oh yeah, I mean they're used to it. No, yeah. there's there's hills, there's mountains, there's rocks, there's holy cow! Yeah. Really craziness, dude. You know why he buried it in different places? Because he figured out we can't carry this crap no more. That's right. We gotta dump it off. It's too heavy. Let's get rid of it. Let's start losing it a little bit here, a little bit there. That's, That's right. Like I said, I don't think it's in one place. I think it's in several different places. I'm sure. That's you're my right. I'm sure you're they right. Could be. Yep. All right. Let's go ahead and wrap it up. Dennis, thank you. I'm sorry, buddy. I didn't know you had one. Well, yeah. I figured, well, you didn't want me to talk to no, so you. I always want to hear, hear him. I just said, I didn't know you found one. I know hey. you said you was going to look. And I was like, now, wait a yeah, minute. I, he didn't, he didn't I, have I, a green screen. He's got a checker screen. <laughs> I see. Yeah. That's why I said I found one. I before the pregame said I found one. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yep. You just got to always tell me, hey, I found one. What are you doing? <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> I'm glad you did. Thank you. <laughs> well, I was rolling with it. <laughs> All right. Anything else? I well, I didn't know about it no, that it, I didn't hear. The one that I found right now. So I, you know, I figured. Well, I found it. Good Thanks. enough. You yeah. know. Perfect. Thanks, Dennis. Good job. Glad you found one. Yep. All right. So on that note, let's go ahead and wrap it up. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for see joining later, us tonight. That's right. And we'll see you Wednesday night at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time for West Coast Wednesday. Till then, have a great week.
We're out of here. Good night, go digger. See ya. I already Be sure to tune in next Sunday <laughs> at 7.30 for another great show. For updates and more info, please go to www.prospectorsradio.com. This is a quack. Uh. <laughs> hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.